time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, the gang confronted Lily Bellow and Alan Woodward about stealing Elise Geltz's baby. In today's episode, the season three finale of Restless Shores, we begin where we left off, in Alan and Lily's apartment. Let's listen in. And you'll draw up the paperwork, Alan, directing an adoption to Elise and Regina? Yeah, fine, whatever you want. There, you see? I told you this would all work out. I've got her. Let's go. No, you stop right there. Oh, Lily, darling, give it up. What more could you possibly have to say? You must understand. Last year, I had everything I wanted. I was a doctor. I was married. Permanent American citizenship was within my grasp. And then Elise Geltz ruined everything for me by tricking Regina into falling in love with her again. Oh, brother. I vowed then and there that I'd take back everything that had been taken from me and destroy Elise and Regina in the process. I helped get Elise fired from Luna Cosmetics and still somehow managed to regain her trust. <laughs> Silly Americans. I used Uriah's naivety and Alan's greed to get them to agree to a new marriage. And then when I heard about Elise's baby troubles, well, it was like fate was finally lending me a hand. Don't you see? I worked so hard to get everything back, to get it all back to get back that perfect life I so richly deserve. And if you think you can just walk in here and take it all from me again, Elise Geltz, well, you are sorely mistaken. Have you not been listening, Lily? It's within my power to make sure Jeep Brody punishes you and only you to the fullest extent of the law. Not to mention you'll be stripped of your medical license. Which I feel like at this point she probably should be anyway. That's what I was thinking. Lily, you need to get a grip on reality. Lauren is 100% right. Look at it this way. Sure, you're losing a spouse for, well, a second time. And also the baby, sure. But if you continue down this path, you're also going to lose your job and your freedom. Then what do you have? Nothing. You'll have nothing. Leave Gamote Point, Lily. Go home. You can be a doctor in the United Kingdom. You can find a husband, or, you know, a wife, if that's your preference. You can also have a baby, if that's what you want. You can have everything you've always wanted, if you just walk away right now. Oh, Alan, it almost sounds as if you actually do care about me. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I just want this to be over. Oh. Come on, Dr. Bello. Why don't you let me help you pack your bags? Fine. I suppose if nobody wants me here, there's no reason to stay. <laughs> Goodbye, Olivia. I've enjoyed having you around. Her name's Penelope. Let's go, Dr. Bello. Let me help you pack. What about you, Alan? Where will you go next? I'm going to Manhattan, which is where I should have gone in the first place. 
I swear, you people have more drama than a daytime soap, and I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. I'm sorry I ever got mixed up in all these stupid plot twists. Lorna, Elise, Regina, good luck with Luna Cosmetics. I hope the profits are worth all the trouble you put me through. Uriah, Rhonda, good luck with Root Pharmaceuticals. I hope you don't go bankrupt from all those people you killed. Olivia, or Penelope, I guess. You are a very noisy child. I hope you grow out of that. Now, as soon as Lily and Miguel are done packing, I'd like everyone to leave my apartment. Until then, I'll be sitting on my bathroom floor with a bottle of Sambuca, thinking about a time before I knew any of you. Well, he seems nice. Yeah, isn't he pleasant? Hasn't changed a bit. Over the next few weeks, Lily and Alan leave town without incident, and Milton Roop is indicted after his very public confession at the Roop Pharmaceuticals board meeting. With no more antagonists left in their lives, Elise and Regina finally have the time to plan their wedding, and today, their friends and family gather for what promises to be a lovely affair. Let's listen in. Oh, I'm not usually a sap, but I love everything about this. Miguel, we never got any of this. Yeah, but it's a little tricky because you have a husband. In jail? Still, though. Okay, fine. And I technically have a wife. Ugh, don't remind me. I'm sitting right here, you know. Sorry, Lorna. Not to worry, Rhonda. With Milton's reputation in tatters, the need to preserve the public image has lost some of its urgency. So there's really no reason on earth for me to remain Lorna Rios anymore. I'm sure my status as eligible bachelorette can soon be reinstated. Just make it quick, okay? There will be no dillying or dallying. Soon enough I can be Lorna Roop again, and you can go back to being Rhonda whatever your last name was. Wepler, you've known me forever, Lorna. You know my last name was Wepler. Well, I can hardly be expected to keep track of all the men you've been with, Rhonda. That's it. I'm going to kill her. Hey, hey, hey. Can't we all just get along? Let's not have any fisticuffs on Regina and Elise's big day, okay? That's fine with me. Plus, Rhonda, I'm hoping you'll transition right into Rhonda Rios instead of Rhonda Wepler. Oh, Rhonda Rios. I like the sound of that. Me too. Here they come. Oh my. They look so beautiful. Regina and Elise would like to thank you all for being here today to celebrate their bond of love. They have each written their own vows, which they would now like to share with each other and with all of us. Regina? Elise, before I met you, I considered myself a lone wolf. I didn't really feel the need to forge close personal connections with other people. I just wasn't built for it. And besides, it was just fine on my own. But now... 
Now I feel like I'm seeing the world for the first time, noticing colors I never knew existed. Suddenly, forging personal connections with other people doesn't seem such a bad thing anymore. In fact, it's downright wonderful, just as long as those other people are our beautiful daughter and one hell of a wife. I couldn't be happier, and it's all because of you. Elise? Regina, so many terrifying things had to happen in order for me to get to this wonderful point in my life, and I couldn't have faced any of them if you hadn't been by my side. You make me bold, Regina. You make me courageous. You give me the strength to believe in myself because I know you believe in me. With you by my side, I know I am protected and loved. I feel safe, and I am eternally grateful. Oh my goodness, I can't stop crying. Elise Geltz, do you take Regina Miranda to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health? to love and to cherish. Till death do you part? I do. Regina Miranda, do you take Elise Geltz to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish? Till death do you part? Well, we face kidnappings, attempted murder, comas, and Lily Bellow. I think I can handle those other things, too. So you bet I do. Then by the power invested in me, I now pronounce you Elise and Regina Geltz Miranda. The brides may kiss. So, Regina and Elise Geltz Miranda are finally married. At the wedding reception that follows, Uriah approaches Elise. Elise, could I talk to you for a second? Sure. First of all, congratulations. Thank you, Uriah. Secondly, I just want to apologize for everything that's gone on between us. I still don't believe you are entirely innocent, but I also believe that you've always had my grandmother's best interests at heart. I have. I really have. And I also now realize that Veronica, Alan, and especially Lily are in fact crazy people. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry that I took their side over yours. You don't know how much that means to me, Uriah. I know I've made my share of mistakes, but I love your family, and I would never do anything to hurt them. I think that's true, and I'd like to work on repairing our friendship. Me too. Oh, God. It looks like Regina is stuck in a conversation with my parents. I better go save her. <laughs> Good luck. Hello, Uriah. Hey, Grandmother. Are you having a good time? Yeah, I am. What about you? Well, I have to admit, it feels strange to go to a social event without your grandfather. Would you like to dance? You know, despite all the horrible things Milton has done... There will always be a part of me that wishes things could be like they used to be. I'm sure there's a part of him that wishes that, too. Would you mind doing your grandmother a small favor? What is it? Visiting hours at the prison start in about half an hour. Could you take me? 
I don't know if I'm ready to see him. Will you do it for me, please? All right, Grandmother. I'll do it for you. I suppose I should thank him for saving me from bankruptcy in prison. What are you two talking about? I'm going to take Grandmother to see Milton at the jail. Ooh, can I come? I want to tell him I'm divorcing him. And I can tell him I'm marrying Grandma. I guess we're all going. What is it that Travis always says? Shotgun. And so Uriah, Lorna, Rhonda, and Miguel leave the reception and head to jail to visit Milton. When they get to the visitor's room, they see a familiar face. Lorna, could it be true? Have you come to see me? Yvonne, what are you doing here? I'm your visitor, Yvonne. Chief Brody, I wish I could say it is nice to see you. I've got another arrest warrant to serve you with, Yvonne. It's amazing how many additional crimes we've been able to uncover since we got you on attempted cop murder. I am sure my lawyers will dispose of this one just as easily. We'll see about that. And I'm just happy it's not me in jail this time. Me too, honey. Tell me, why do you all wear fancy clothes? Elise and Regina just got married. Really? One gets locked up for a few days, he misses out on so much. Uh, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have been invited to the wedding, even if you were a free man, Yvonne. You are most unkind. Chief Brody, we're here to see Milton. Could you find out why he hasn't been brought up yet? We called ahead. Sure. I'll just speak to the officer on call. Lorna... You will be happy to know Milton is in cell next to mine. We have been catching up on old times. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Clearly you have a type, Grandmother. Oh, hush you. You all need to leave the prison immediately. We've got a code red. A code red? What's a code red? There's been an escape. An escape? You don't mean- It's Milton Rube. He's gone. <laughs> Milton has been the enemy for many, many years. But I must say, I admire his tenacity. A confrontation, a wedding, a reconciliation, and a prison escape. Is there anything more we could ask of the season finale? Where has Milton gone? Will Regina and Elise thrive as a married couple? Can Lorna put the past behind her? Find out all this and so much more next week when a salacious new season of Restless Shores begins. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Drew Massey and Greg Tulinen and directed by Tom Hinton. Lorna Rios was played by Sally Kent. Alan Woodward was played by Drew Massey. Elise Geltz Miranda was played by Becky Chase. Lily Bello was played by Leslie Woodruff. Regina Geltz Miranda was played by Julie Poulin. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Uriah Roop was played by Nathan Austin. Miguel Rios was played by Aaron Sanchez. The Officiant was played by Greg Tulinen. Yvonne Bogakov was played by Anton Antolinsky. Agnes Brody was played by Katrina Loof. I'm Chris Newcomb. 
Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.